Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, your host, and today I'm here with Amy Tusi. How's it going? Hello. Good. How are you? Yeah, and Amy owns Ready Study Health, so we're going to chat today and have some fun. Let me make sure this is centered. Okay, so tell me a little bit about what you do. I am a healthy living coach, and my mm-hmm. company is Ready Steady Healthy. So oh, what I like to say to people is that I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV, yeah. but I save lives. And who I con- who the target market that I work with is fast-paced entrepreneurs that have sacrificed their health for their success. So they've uh, missed meetings because of a constant stomach ache that keeps creeping up or that they just don't have enough energy during the day and they're just not able to make it through or they're waking up during the night because of acid reflux. So any of the symptoms that they have, I help them get to the root of what's going on so that they can be their own health advocate and so that they can be 100% focused, show up super concentrated and bring their clients work to the next level as well as just live a full life with health and happiness. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you just described a lot of my problems in one sentence, so that's, that's, that's uh, <laughs> So uh how do you kind of get into this? I mean, I've because even on your page, it's very like descriptive about who you yeah. are and all stuff. So, like, where did it start? Where did this passion come from? This passion, I've always had a passion for cooking. Um, ever since I can remember, my mom and dad would always be cooking in the kitchen and just was surrounded by home cooked meals. But uh, what really triggered me to get into the healthy living coaching was my own health crisis. Um, I, when I lived in Austin, I was a graphic designer and one of my jobs was working at Dell Computers as a graphic designer. And this was six years ago now. Um, at that time, my job was incredibly stressful. We had back-to-back deadlines. I don't even remember really getting up for a lunch break or even a, just a break in general. It was long hours and intense deadlines. If that wasn't enough, I was taking on freelance work during the night, and the two clients that I had had incredibly detailed projects, and they they had definitely a lot of pieces to their projects. So, but I was like, oh, that's not enough. I need to take a night class too. So, and the homework was so intense too. It was, um, you had to do a lot of emotional breakthrough with this class that I took. And so between the stress of work, the freelance work as well as the night class, I woke up one day before I went to work at Dell and I just noticed I had I just had to peel myself out of bed. I had gained 85 pounds. My stress levels were beyond I I never experienced before. I wasn't sleeping right, I wasn't eating right, and I had a severe case of cystic acne. And a lot of people don't know what cystic acne is, but it's, it's it's acne, but it never comes to surface. It's under your skin, and it's oh, super visible. painful. And it's just you just feel it, and um, I could just see it in my face. And I I just remember sitting on my bed one day crying, and I was said, "What is going on? What happened?" So, but I that day that I woke up 
completely miserable. I said, there's got to be a solution. I got to find a way. So I did what anybody else did and would go to, I went to my general practitioner and a dermatologist. And I was so certain I was going to get answers. I was going to walk out with what I needed to do and rock it. No, if anything, when I went to my general practitioner, he, I felt like I was a number and it was selective hearing, like just wanting to hear keywords and yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's a bag of prescription samples come and see me in two weeks and I was like that doesn't sound right so I was like just let me let that digest and then I went to the dermatologist and for the cystic I didn't know it was cystic acne but she told me it was and I said is this because of stress do you think and she goes oh no 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 this stress would never do anything like this and I was thinking are you crazy it just didn't match up so I knew deep down inside there was a bigger better answer. And I walked away from the dermatologist with a bag of samples, come and see me in two weeks. And in my car, I just broke down and I said, there's got to be a better solution, not just to get it fixed with prescriptions. So a, a dear friend of mine and a huge health warrior herself, she was going through her own health crisis at the time. And she had recommended a kinesiologist that she was seeing. And she wasn't getting the results that she wanted. So she said, hey, she calls me Little Chica. She goes, Little Chica, she goes, you know, I'm, you may want to see him. She's like, I think you may like, you might vibe with him. So I was like, yeah, let me make an appointment. And I, I any solution I was open to at that time. Okay. Real quick, what's a kinesiologist? Oh, kinesiologist. He is a, a combo between chiropractic and Chinese uh, okay. medicine. So okay. he was bringing, integrating the two together. Right, so, and he had a lot of other flavors to him, but those are the two basics of a kinesiologist. So I went in to see Dr. K was his name, and I felt for the first time I was listened to. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt at peace, which was pretty amazing. And he said, okay, I got everything down with what's going on. Let's get a full blood sample or full blood panel and take and see what's going on and then just go from there. So got the full blood panel results back and he said, your body is shutting down. He said, but the good thing is that we can fix this, change it with food and supplements. So when I heard your body shutting down, I just felt all the blood rush to my feet. Yeah. And I was like, how the hell did I get here? And I, I just, I've never been in such a predicament before. But I just remember sitting there in his office and I said, this isn't a quick thing. This is a lifetime commitment. I need to make this transformation. I don't, it's gonna take a long time, but I need to do this if I want to be here a lot longer as opposed to six feet under. Yeah. So that was June of 2012 and through a lot of experimenting, a lot of cha-cha dancing. <laughs> I lost 65 pounds on my own, and I just I learned a brand new way of how my body functions and how I need to feed it and what it needs to fully function properly and yeah. be happy, too. I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. So here I am today, and I mean, I'm not the, it's, uh, I'm constantly learning and shifting, but I wouldn't change it. As hard of a uh, process as it's been, yeah. it's been so rewarding, so yeah. rewarding. So that's what's led me to where I am today. Okay. I like that. Um, <clears throat> I run into a lot of coaches who, they've always been in good shape, and 
<clears throat> it's kind of good to see no not good but you know you know what I mean it's yeah. nice to see it from the other side too where you've been through the struggle I think that kind of helps on a level with clients definitely I, I feel we are at a point now with uh, our society we are struggling to we want relatedness we want to mm -hmm. relate in some way shape or fashion so for me I feel that that's one big benefit that I can bring to the table for clients is that I'm very empathetic and I know I've been through the struggle. I've had the blood, sweat and tears that goes yeah. into it and just navigating. And it's not a straight path. It's definitely a lot of detours, two, two steps forward, one step back. But I feel that I can, that's one thing I can definitely bring to the table is the struggle end of it. Yeah. Cool. So. I'm pulling a question directly from your your page. So, <laughs> what is a healthy living coach? We kind of talked about it a little bit. Yeah. We talked about your past. Yeah. So, like, let's get into kind of what you do, how you help your clients out. Definitely. For for healthy living coach, my definition is bringing. It's a more holistic yeah. end of things, and that means not just the food you eat, not just what's on your plate. But how is your career going? How is your how are your relationships? How are your finances? So it's not just one piece of the pie. It's everything encompassing of your whole life. So as for me as a healthy living coach, I help you balance all of those areas out as much as possible. So if you came to me and saying, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds, but in talking in our consults, you tell me that you're in a really crappy relationship or you have a really toxic job, you know, just or a job you hate, it's like, you can eat all the kale in the world, but you're not going to lose that weight. So it's like, let's see what we can do to figure out with what you need to do to get to a better place with your job or your relationship that you're in. So it's more than just food. So I help you bring in the, I help you connect the dots. Yeah. So that's what a healthy living coach is, is just to let, to get you to get a bigger perspective of what is a healthy life for yourself. So and helping getting it on balance. Yeah, that's, that's good because <clears throat> um, I see it a lot when people think of health. They think of diet. It's kind of like that's all I think about. Right. But there's more to it. We have like your of course your diet's a big part of it, which I fail at. But you got like mental health, financial, um, spiritual. You know, all of those things kind of encompass who you are totally. and people just space on all of it. Yeah, yeah, we we really do. And if one area is off balance. The other areas are going to be affected too, and I realized that for myself. I was just like I noticed as time was going on, and I was seeing progression. I was like, "Wait, this is offbeat, and I need to pay attention to this too." So when you when one area starts to work out and get some some momentum going, then the other areas in your life start to bring um, some momentum and bring everything in clarity as well. Yeah, so, oh. is there any areas you kind of find are probably the easiest? To, uh, <clears throat> oh, I, I shouldn't say easiest, um, most impactful, <laughs> that if you get it right, it kind of starts pulling everything else. One of the things that for me um, personally, and I feel for a lot of other people that I've worked with, is just that you don't, you can't please everybody. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's change involved. And I know change is a, a big, big word and a big take on, but if you want something to shift or change and you're not getting the result that you need, you need a different solution. So change is a big thing and not people pleasing everybody. Like if you want to do, if you know this is for you, 
it's going to shift a lot in your life. Like you may, I lost some friends. I, people weren't understanding where I was, what I was needing to do. And so you can have change in relationships, a change in your whole life. So I think one of the biggest things is just not having to people please and yeah. doing what is what is resonating for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Because <clears throat> that actually brings up a very interesting uh, area, I guess, which would be, you know, especially when it comes to eating. Yeah. Like the whole social aspect of eating, how you're right. A lot of relationships are literally based on food. Food and, or uh, drink. Yeah, definitely. And the way we interact with each other, people are like, oh, you're not happy. I'm like, oh, I'm fine and they're like you're not eating anything like because i don't want to shove two pizzas in my face i mean i will so, <laughs> but uh when i'm on a when i'm dieting then no but right you know but there is kind of that odd social structure there yeah there, there is a ton of social pressure i mean you want to be liked you want to be relatable and so you know, I, I feel that it gets to a point where you got to just know you're not a jar of Nutella and you can't please everybody. And you just, people are going to have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. But at the end of the day, when you put your head on the pillow, it's like you just got to, you have to do what's best for you. So, and I feel like a lot of times when people put out their uh, feelings or their madness or express their aggression to you, there's something there that they haven't coped with or worked through yet. Yeah. So. I've, always, I've always said that too. Like um, a lot of people who are super negative or just negative in general. Yeah. It's like if they're like coming at you, it's like, well, you're clearly showing me something that's going on with you. Like what you tell people is literally just a reflection of you. Bingo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's uh, And I think a lot of people, it's easier to say it to somebody else as opposed to like I say, peel back the layers of the onion or literally get dirty with things. Like people say, like, why do I need to go through that again? I've already dealt with that. Well, if you're sharing with me the, or talking to me that the way that you are, there's still something going on that you haven't dealt with. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> My wife gets so mad at me because um, she'll be sitting there. She's like, oh, I hate that. I hate when people do this. And I'm like, that actually says a lot more about you than them. Because clearly, I always found that funny about, uh, what do you call them? Um, when someone does something that you don't like. Yes. Uh, I forget the word for it. Do you know what it is? Uh, it's not uh, coming up. It <laughs> Whatever it is. So someone does something and uh, pet peeves. Pet oh, peeves. pet peeves. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I always laugh at that because I'm like, well, that's literally your issue. <laughs> it's it like, really it's, is. You have a problem with something, so you should might want to address that mm -hmm. before you start like yelling at other people for that issue. Completely, <laughs> completely. Before you blow up and yeah. make something out of nothing. And as, as I like to say, if somebody's pointing the finger at you, it's like, well, yeah, you're pointing a finger, but look how many fingers are pointing back yeah. at you. So it's really, I feel over the years, it's just been a really, I feel like this huge weight has gotten lifted off my shoulders for being able to see it and be able to accept and give myself permission to do what I need to do is best for mm -hmm. me. And that's, it's fine. It's, the day is going to go on whether or not that person, you know, doesn't like what you're doing. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> So and that's probably the best thing is when other people don't want you. It really don't care is. What you do. It really is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So <clears throat> you get a client. Someone comes in. They're like, "Amy, I need your help. Mm -hmm. Where do you start?" 
What I do is um, health consult with them. Mm -hmm. So I ask them, hey, what's your top health struggles right now? I even get into details like, hey, where were you born? What are your, are you on medication right now? How many, do you have any kids? Are you married? There's, or like, what's your day like look for eating? What do you eat during the day? So it's pretty amazing. Just, it seems like, like, what the heck? Why would you even ask about where you were born? or where you were, uh, were, how many kids you have. That has a lot to do with how the tone comes out for people or like how passionate they are. Yeah. So even like if they talk about like what their food is, then you can go in a, a rabbit hole with talking about a little bit more about that. So it's kind of take, it's kind of uh, just taking the temperature with how they react to some of these questions. And so I might have some questions in the back of my, I will have some questions in the back of my mind, but if there is something that I ask and their tone totally changes or their, their look on their face shifts, I'm digging deeper because I know that's hit a, stri that's yeah. hit a, a big uh, point with them. So that's a sweet spot. And it's like, I'll go gentle with them because I know some of these questions can provoke a lot of emotion. Yeah. And so, and sometimes that whole consult will just be on that one question. So, but yeah, it's definitely taking the temperature with, hey, how, you know, the introduction and just what, what, what is, and a lot of times too, I'm like, what is your goal with this? What is your goal with this, us meeting today? What do you want out of this? Yeah. Because you're touching on something I think is kind of funny. Um, people can get pretty defensive when we start talking about their health habits. Yes, <laughs> and, it's very uh, true. So I like how you're talking. you got to tiptoe through some of this because um, you can offend someone pretty easily a lot of times because of where they grew up. Like you were talking about where they grew up because um, <clears throat> I've always lived in New Hampshire except for this didn't when I was in the army. So I moved down to North Carolina for a while and the way people eat is very different. Completely. Like everything has like tons of sugar in it. So when you ask someone where you were, where are you from? You know, that could actually have big, uh, health um, eating habits I guess definitely the types of food and stuff like that absolutely so, and that is a really good thing to uh, kind of address because so. it's like what your normal is it's like you had mentioned growing up in New Hampshire and then yeah. you go to Carolinas it's like their normal is totally different than your normal yeah. so I mean like I grew up in Ohio and then I just moved up here to New Hampshire from Austin so that is a huge dynamic I yeah. mean it's barbecue and Tex-Mex and queso down there I mean it's like I feel like people have queso in their blood down yeah. there <laughs> yeah so it's yeah it's really different it's I mean it's re and people like say for me I know uh, grilled cheese is a huge comfort food mm -hmm. so but down in Austin uh, comfort food could be barbecue it's yeah. like so it's like what brings you happiness and it's just like what is your go-to food so it's like mm -hmm. that has a lot to to peeling back the layers of the onion with where things are with people so yeah that's pretty good yeah it's because like, as, as we've touched on a few times your job is getting get complicated <laughs> yeah exactly i i've been told i'm a life coach a nutritionist a therapist and a field commander all in one yeah so it's like i wear many hats and it's what is uh fuel for you could be poison for me yeah. and what i my biggest thing too is like i want to let people know that you are your own awesome individual 
and like what works for you versus like Joe Schmo isn't going to be the same. Like you could drop 20 pounds and he could lose two. That doesn't make you a failure or anything. It's just that particular eating regimen wasn't your wasn't with what your yeah. body needs. So that's what gets me. That's where I want to come into is like helping educate educate people that your body just just because something didn't work for you doesn't mean you're a failure you just need something else to have your body be processed properly so or things processed properly so yeah awesome that's pretty good so do you travel a lot or you just kind of hang out in hampshire i can i can travel i am definitely able to travel i mean at the beauty with what we with our technology now i can travel i can do skype sessions telephone sessions face to i love face to face but i mean I, if I need to go to Spain, I'll go to Spain if I need to. So, yeah, um, definitely. There's no limit with how, who I can coach. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And you're right. Technology, health can, one, can be very hurt, and it can, it can be helped a lot. So. Totally, completely. I think that's the beauty of what, with a lot of coaches now these days, that we're able to do so much re- regardless. You don't have to be in a brick-and-mortar shop. So Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, actually, <laughs> talking about so I was, I was looking at website. It's kind of way I prep for my interviews. No, that's great. And uh, <clears throat> so I was looking at your you have all, your, some of your consultations, and you're kind of going to the store, yeah, and helping them learn how to go through all this. Absolutely. Yeah, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. I feel um, one of my packages that I have is called Supermarket Smarts, yeah. and it helps you prepare even before stepping foot into the supermarket. Because uh-huh. a lot of times people go to the supermarket overwhelmed or even hungry, and it's like, oh, I just I know I need to get groceries, uh, and they'll just grab the same stuff. So they're fixing the same meals over and over. Yeah. So it's just out of habit. So And then you're getting bored, and then you're just in this huge hamster wheel. So one of the things that I share and teach with my clients is, hey, take a a little bit of time before you go to the supermarket to prepare. Like, hey, have an idea of, do I have meetings this week? Like, what does my general week look like? Is it super uber busy? Do I, am I able to work from home a couple days? Just really kind of get an overall view. Because then that way you'll be like, oh, I know I need to eat out one or two times a week, or I can bring in my food this week. So... I highly suggest a lot for meal prepping to help you prepare, set yourself up for success during the week. And so with the grocery, grocery, or I should say supermarket smarts, not only is it just educating people how to prepare meals, but to go into the supermarket with a plan of attack, like actually marking down exactly, hey, these are the recipes that I'm gonna fix for this week, or snacks even too and going in and sticking to that list. And you're gonna save time and you're gonna save money even too because you're not just randomly picking stuff and going in there when you're hungry. So plus my, um, with what I teach my clients is just, you know, hey, this is a better option than that or why you need to choose this and just stay around the perimeter, things like that. Just really educating them. Like it's just more than going in for your regular stuff. Like you can get, you can make it a great uh, time in there. I know it sounds kind of crazy, like supermarket and fun. I'm like, yes, you can have fun. So it's, I make it a game sometimes when I go in there. It's like, okay, let's see how quickly I can go in and get everything and get out. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely from, 
before going into the supermarket all the way to what uh, you're going to be cooking for yourself for the week. So, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And then kind of on the flip side, you have the in-home one. So, yes, <clears throat> yes. Because that's uh, – I always find those funny because I was talking to a friend of mine who was kind of – he's not really a health coach but whatever um, – on the show last week, and I was joking about uh, going into the house and, like, just – tearing out all of their food and be like, no, this is awful, and just kind of, like, restocking from there. Yeah. But then you actually, like, I don't, you probably don't go to that extreme, but you actually go in and help them. And Absolutely, because like some people feel like, oh, I need a 24-piece knife set before I can start cooking a meal. I'm like, no, no, no. I, if anything, I help you just really get it, the basic tools. Like, hey, this is what you need. You don't need the whole kit and caboodle. You don't need a, the Williams-Sonoma store to get started. And just to take things into consideration with when what you're cooking and what to look for, mm-hmm. to give them confidence to, hey, I can actually do this. Because a lot of people don't want to cook because, oh, it just takes too much time. Or that's why they don't even cook. Too much time. I don't have time. Why would I? I just don't want to do that. Or I don't know that taste of something. But I feel like cooking is a way of like therapy and you're doing, you're nourishing your body and it's a time to slow down and you're doing something really good for yourself out of a chaotic day or a chaotic week. It's a beautiful thing to make a meal that is made with love and make your hard work. And I feel like when you have confidence in the kitchen, you can have confidence anywhere. So, and that's one of the biggest things too with cooking that I want to teach that I share with my clients is just, hey, you can do this. It's not, it does, it's not rocket science. And you don't need to be making, you know, beef bourguignon or something like that. (laughs) But I mean, super simple recipes can be such a home run. And it's like, if you have a few basics just to get the rhythm down, man, you are golden. And then you get a rhythm and it's like, okay, let me start experimenting. And so the beauty with cooking is that you can have a little bit more leeway as opposed to baking. It's a science. So you have to have everything exact, but cooking, you can substitute, you can just add a little bit more. So it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. There's such a process to it too. It's the taste, it's the smell, the tech. It's just, there's so much unveiled with cooking. And I really want to share people that part of cooking as well because I feel like we are so desensitized now as a society and to take that time to slow down and really enjoy a process and a really good meal actually sit down and eat it yeah with no distractions or uh, some really good music light some candles so not sit in front of the tv actually Uh chew your food yeah so, because, I mean, chewing, actually chewing your food is so crucial. Like, your saliva is liquid gold. Because the more you chew your food, the better your body's going to break down the food. So, so things like that I teach them. And, but it's like, it takes time because it's like we're all in these habits. But once you just start making these little tiny steps, it's a beautiful thing. It's really magical. It's really magical. Yeah, that's... It's impressive because there is kind of a you're, you're like hitting right on is the, <clears throat> I don't want to say the family dynamic it will definitely change because technology involved like everything is very very different so literally just a home cooked meal sitting at the table together is probably becoming more and more rare it is and that creates problems down the road because people don't know how to cook uh, you know I wasn't raised to cook very much mm-hmm. I'm lazy and I like fast food clearly and uh, 
so it becomes an issue <laughs> and then yeah. that trickles down to the, your kids and further and further so definitely yeah. definitely it's and i feel that um <clears throat> clients of mine that do have kids or want to have kids it's it's great to get kids involved my cousin and his wife they have two boys and they are constantly getting their boys in the kitchen when they mm. can and it's fun it can be a fun process when and plus when you get um, people involved in the kitchen you know what's going into your food yeah. and it's a fun process you get to talk you get to taste and you just know where things are going so yeah. it's a beautiful thing yeah hmm. I like that <laughs> it's actually a good spot to kind of start wrapping up so how do people get a hold of you if they want to you know reach out services yeah, some help. absolutely. Um, I am on social media, either Facebook. I have Ready, Steady, Healthy. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a Facebook group, Mission U, and um, I have my personal uh, Facebook page, Amy TC. Yeah. Okay. But I also have my website, Ready, Steady, Healthy, and my contact information is there. So you can feel free to email me or give me a good old telephone call, which I love too. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, definitely any of those ways, any of those ways would be mm. wonderful. So, yeah. Good, awesome. I just totally realized the thing was staring at me and I'm like, oh no, she's talking. <laughs> Crap, it's going to look weird. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else before we head out? Oh, yeah. Um, really quick, I have um, actually a Facebook challenge here coming okay. up next week. Um, as we are digging into the middle of the month, people are starting to fall off the bandwagon with their resolutions. Mm-hmm. So next week I have a five-day free challenge talking about five actions that will set you up for success for having your New Year's resolutions stick and stay. Okay. So that's through my Facebook group, Mission okay. U. So if you are in a conundrum right now with your resolutions, I highly suggest you tune in. So definitely. I'm looking forward to sharing what I have in store for everybody. Okay, awesome. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so thank you guys so much for hanging out today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me, Amy. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so until next time, everyone, be awesome. <laughs>